Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney, here with a very special guest, Bruin how do you say your last name? Bruin. Uh, it, yeah, that's tricky. It's Belil. Pretend the S isn't there. Yeah. Oh, Belil. Is yes. that did I say that right? Yes. I probably should have asked you that before we started, but um, <laughs> I, th- I thought I had it, but <laughs> it is a tricky <laughs> one. Um, but how are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm great. Thank you. And thanks for having me. This is of exciting. Of course. Yeah. So Bruin is a writer and contributor to fan-sided you're a bit of a bachelor novice is my understanding right like this was the first season you had ever watched before yeah so this is my first bachelor season uh i watched the bachelorette uh prior to okay, this with the Becca. Whole pitch, yeah the whole pitch for me covering the bachelor was that uh, i was gonna do it in like a way that you know i've never seen the show before right um and that was obviously you know kind of a different perspective at this point because we're on where we were on season 23 or whatever so that was yeah. my whole plan so now I'm now I'm like an expert <laughs> oh now you're an expert you think after two <laughs> seasons that you are an expert already no not even close <laughs> <laughs> um that's so I mean I do think that's true that having someone who's never seen it before definitely offers a fresh pair of eyes and I think kind of calls out some of just like the craziness and bizarreness of the show that I think people who have been watching for a long time totally just take for granted as just like, Oh, well, this is just yeah. how it goes. And, um, what was like, what was the one thing that surprised you the most in the first season you ever watched in Becca's season? Or did you kind of know what you were getting into? So, I mean, like I had, I had read about it and stuff and I actually like considering how big it is, I think I did a pretty good job of, of kind of not really seeing anything prior to Becca's season. Um, mm-hmm watching the like watching it for the first time like i could not believe one just how fast it moves well yeah uh, yeah they're like zero to 100 like instantly right i thought it was mm-hmm. going to be more of like a build-up but they're like making out on the first night and everything it's crazy <laughs> it um, is, and i've actually asked um contestants about that like former contestants that i've interviewed i was like this isn't real, right? Like this is six weeks. You're getting to know someone and then you guys propose at the end. Like that's not real. Like you guys are just doing this for TV. Like you don't have real feelings. And someone explained it to me kind of interestingly that I think it was Grant Kemp who said, actually like you do catch feelings because you're spending so much. Yeah. It's a short period of time, but the time you are spending together is so, so, so condensed and so focused. He's like, you know, if we were dating in real life for whatever reason, I'd probably see you for a couple hours, maybe a couple times a week. Whereas like when you're on these one-on-one dates, you're like with person. Right. Right. Yeah. At least like 12 hours straight. So he's like, so that's at least like four or five dates or something right there. So you yeah. kind of like, yeah, it does move really fast, but yeah. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll jump ahead a little bit here, but like when I was talking to I was interviewing Elise from. Uh, oh yeah. I do want to ask you about that, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So she like, cause I, I kind of asked her that question, not specifically, but just kind of about how like the, the timeline works and everything. And she pointed out that like they're dating without cell phones. Yeah. You know, they're, they're closed to the outside world. They have no distractions. It's nothing but, um the contestants and the bachelor or bachelorette and like they're spending all their time together so 
like it, it does kind of make sense that it could work on that kind of sped up process because they're just like, you know. When you think of it that way, it really is all they do is talk. And I think that, you know, they say like, you know, relationships come out of the show, but also such strong friendships because mm. all you do is talk without your cell phones. And so you really get to know people really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Sorry, going back to that first question, like what was one of the things that surprised me the most watching for the first time, I think was, yeah. was how close uh, most of the guys were in that Bachelorette season mm-hmm. and then how close the women were in this one. Yeah, I mean, because you would think it would be weird because they're, like, all going after the same person, but... Yeah. Yeah. How many? I just made out with your boyfriend, but, you know, we can be buds now, right? Right. Well, how many people do you think go on there and don't end up liking The Bachelor or Bachelorette? Because I do wonder that a lot, too. Like, yet they still pretend to to make it further on the show, you know? That I mean, that has to be a thing, right? Like, it has to be a, a, a common thing. I mean... I like I you know I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head I don't I mean I don't want to say that Cassie didn't like Colton mm. but like for for a period of time there it kind of seemed like you know she wasn't 100% sold on it and then obviously came back around yeah but like there has to be somewhere and I mean I guess you saw it a little bit in Colton's season with what was it like four or five of the contestants leaving <laughs> yes yeah, so many people probably some yeah. of the most uh, self-eliminations I've seen in the show in a long time, but that's, that's actually, it. yeah, no, that's actually what I think was really cool and really, um, drew me to Elise was that she even said, um, in an interview that I watched with her with Nick Vile, she was like, you know, I could have cause Nick was like, you know, I think it's really admirable of you that like when you realized it wasn't working, you sent yourself home and kind of removed yourself. Cause he's like, cause you were a shoe in for at least like top six. Like you could have stayed oh, yeah. around and got a lot more episodes for your own benefit. But, um, and I'm sure a lot more people have that mentality than Elisa's mentality. I think that she was like, um, the minority in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. She came off like, like, I think she was mature enough to kind of know that, you know, she was doing it for the right reasons and it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't for her, obviously. Right. So I I kind of want to backtrack a little bit just to give everyone some context. So you are um, a writer on Fansided. Yeah. So it's a sports and entertainment website, a whole um, kind of conglomerate of of different things. Uh, You know, it's, I mean, it's a lot of sports, but there's a big push for entertainment uh, recently. And so what I do there is I'm uh, an NHL, I cover the NHL and entertainment which is kind of okay. boiled down to The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Game of Thrones. So, <laughs> Oh, I wish this was also a Game of Thrones podcast so that we could get <laughs> yeah. into that. But um, we can save that for, for offline. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So you got the opportunity to interview a bunch of the different girls while you were doing your reporting for Fansided? Yeah, so that, uh, that didn't really come through the site. Um, so I kind okay. of what happened there was – I was trying to think of ways to kind of boost my coverage of the show and you know, what better way to, to kind of get inside their minds than to actually talk to them and interview them. Uh, so after that first episode aired, I slid into a bunch of DMs and just uh, tried the to- classic slide into yeah. a bunch of DMs. I've done that before. I used to host a different show that was Bachelor themed and I did the same thing. You just slide into a bunch of DMs. And yeah, and, yeah. And, and hope that one of them, you know, pans out and sure mm-hmm. enough it did it was actually uh, Devin Gooden um who went home on night one and and she kind of hooked me up with the uh contact the public uh, the PR rep 
Oh, uh, that's awesome. Because I was going to say, you got a lot of really high profile people for just sliding into some DMs. Like, I'm I'm surprised that Hannah B checks her DMs. No, yeah, no, she she doesn't. Uh, (laughs) Well, not that I know of anyway, but like, so like, yeah, once I had that contact, like once I had that email address, obviously it became a lot easier. But like, it, it was to the point where I was a little surprised that, you know, I was kind of asking, uh, like, like, Hey, you know, like maybe if this is possible, could we get the lease next week? Like that kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to happen for some of them. And then, uh, I got to give Amanda from Warner Bros. A lot of credit cause she hooked me up. Elise, Tracy, Kirpa, Hannah B, Caitlin. Uh, I got to make sure I don't forget any of them. Um, <laughs> Alex, right, B, Alex D, Aaron and Devin. Yeah, no, that's a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> which of those girls like that you interviewed stood out the most or which one of which ones of them were kind of maybe not how the show portrayed them I guess kind of counting out the the ones that kind of went home early on but like of the people we know like Kerpa, Hannah B like did they get good edits or bad edits need to know so okay I uh, yeah so I was thinking about that I figured that would come up so Mm -hmm. right off the bat like um I'm not obviously I don't want to pick favorites or anything sure but most of these interviews were 10 minutes long. Like that's kind of just the amount of time they gave me on the phone with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, with Elise, we talked for 20 minutes. Okay. And like it was maybe 12 minutes of interview and then it just kind of went into like a regular conversation. Like she's just like the nicest, sweetest, most down to earth person. I mean, it, that is obviously how she came off on the show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, she's very much like that in real life from what I've seen. Right. So that one was like, that's the one that really stands out to me. Um, just yeah. because, like I said, like I had so much, uh, so much interview that I like, I didn't even use cause it was like, Oh yeah. Okay. We went way over. And most of this is just about like your childhood and what it's like growing up in Alaska and stuff. Um, totally. yeah, I feel like Elise is the kind of person that seems like she can get along with anyone and talk to anyone, like put her on oh, yeah. like, a yeah. corner at a bus stop and she could start conversation with probably every single person that walks. Yeah, for sure. And then oh, yeah. everyone, yeah, everyone leaving would be like, wow, that was such a nice lady. You know, like she, yeah. she just has that about her. Totally. Um, I mean, Tracy, Tracy and Kirpa at times both had, I think bad edits, but at times, you know, we're, we're good, I guess, but like Kirpa near the end, Mm-hmm. kind of got caught up in that drama and stuff she was specifically wanted to ask you about kerpa because she was mm-hmm. one that, like you know she made it so far in this season yet we never really saw a lot from her until the end so i feel like and we never saw her relationship oh, i know i think it was confusing to be like wait why is she so yeah like and not in a bad way because I, I i was like she's clearly like very pretty and like seems very smart and cool so like yeah there's like oh why does colton like her like i get why colton would keep around but we didn't get to see any of their relationship and as a result then didn't really get to see kerpa's personality at all like the i feel like the most personality i saw from kerpa was like in a deleted scene that they put up on youtube and so but yet she was still stuck around so i'm like there has to be more to this girl there has to be stuff that they're just not showing because i guess the relationship wasn't really relevant for the whole arc of the season so i need to know what was kerpa (laughs) so yeah, like they, she's like, I don't know, like, I don't even think that they didn't have enough, uh, enough, like, good footage of her. I think it's just, I don't know why she was left out or why she was edited the way she was. But, like, Kerpa was, the more, like, when I was doing the interview, um, I did a bunch of research on her. And, and the more I kind of looked into it, 
the more it was like, you know, she was always in the background of a scene, you know, making a funny face or, uh, or laughing at something that was going on or like that deleted scene uh, with the, the bandaid on her chin. That, like that, that was hilarious. Was so funny. It's it just was better like, than most of that episode. So, like willing to make fun of herself and just kind of yeah. like, so having fun with it and joking about, you know, just like a, a stupid situation. We've all been there where it's just like, oh, well, I slipped. I'm clumsy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can't believe that they had that whole episode with her with that bandaid on her face and did not address it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just to put the clip out after, like it would have taken a minute. And there was so much in that episode that they could have, you know, cut back or cut out that we didn't need to know. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, she, um, she was like, I, I wish that we kind of got more of her because even, even when I interviewed her, like I, I kind of like after talking to her, I was like, I have so many more questions now mm-hmm. than I did when I started. Like I just, you know, we didn't know anything about her. Totally. Um, you also interviewed Hannah B as well, right? Yeah. Yes. My uh, girl, about Hannah two, B. I am so excited for her before. season. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I interviewed her about two days before that new just kind of leaked or like that rumor yeah. leaked yeah obviously I wouldn't have been able to ask her about it at that point but um that was actually uh so for most of these interviews um I, I'd just been recording on my phone and uh like I'd have a, a computer open I don't have mm-hmm. like obviously I don't have good recording equipment because yeah. I would just open my computer and like use the sound recorder and so for Hannah B like it was kind of a last minute thing and I was still at work so I had to uh, hop in the truck and start driving home and then the call came in when I was like halfway home so oh, no. I pulled over on the side of the road opened up my computer got my phone ready and everything and then did the whole thing like in the middle of winter in my running vehicle on the side of the road in Canada <laughs> so, of all places yeah oh my yeah God. so like that that interview was like you know I was like okay this there's enough workable content here like it'll be okay it'll be good like there's obviously a bunch more I would have asked her if I was kind of more uh set up but like a week later you find out, you know, she's the next bachelorette. And I was just like, Oh my God, that sucks. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> that was the one I went away from where I was like, I don't feel like, you know, a lot of them are like, I mean, they're all really nice and you kind of feel friendly with them after you talk to them. That was the one where I came away. I was like, man, I really wish that I could have been like a little bit more um, in the moment and not so worried about, you know, vehicles passing by and stuff like that. For sure. But, Still, I mean, it was still really cool to get the chance to to interview her, obviously. Yeah. Did you want her to be the Bachelorette, or who was your pick um, going uh, into that? I So I, I I like her as the Bachelorette. Like, I really like the pick because I really like her. I didn't yeah. think that she was going to be the one they picked. Um, who did you I, think like, you were going to pick? No real reason. I just thought, like, I was kind of on the KLN train. I thought it was going to be really. Her. Oh well, we can yeah. have a lot today. I mean, I I talked a lot <laughs> well, about this with Renee in my last episode, but we can get into it again. So, like, are you Team Kaylin in this whole situation? Uh, like, see, I, I don't want to pick. It's fine. <laughs> Between, you're, yeah, you're no, so like, careful. You dance around all these things. You're I know. Like, I know. You're like, know. well, what if I need to interview Kaylin one day? I can't say anything bad yeah. about her. I'm in the whole like everybody love everybody train, yeah. you know. So. When, when they made up was one of my favorite moments when they were like, Hey, let's just put all this stuff aside and, and, you know, um, and you squash the beef or whatever. Was I was producer driven or no? I, maybe, you know, like it, it, I feel like there's obviously more to that story that we don't know about. And, and Hannah, um, Hannah B was more like, 
you could tell at times there were things that she wanted to say that she kind of held back on. Totally. Uh, it's probably I, good on her part, but. Yeah. I, I mean, it's no secret. I said this uh, when I was talking to Renee, I was definitely very team Hannah B throughout all of that. Very team Hannah B for bachelorette. And um, yeah, no, I was, Kaylin's motives have always been a little sketchy to me and that's all I'll really say. Yeah, no, that. I, I but uh, that. that girl yeah. wasted no time moving to LA and kind of uh, start, she's starting the whole influencer LA thing. Uh, yeah. very, which, you know, that's fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with um going on a tv show for some instagram followers and opportunities because wouldn't we all do the same thing right oh yeah of course for sure yeah Yeah. i mean you you don't want to say it but if if, you know given that same situation yeah for sure um what really won me over with kaylin again i I love both of them and i'm i'm happy that you've been very clear no sides (laughs) i well i'll pick a side a little bit here i'm happy that it was kind of b um like she was kind of like not the one I thought was going to be the bachelorette, but the one I wanted to be the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Kaylin won me over is when she kind of, when she um, kind of stepped in on that date with Cassie and Kerpa and kind of went to bat for Cassie. And I was like that, you know, to kind of put her friend above the show in that moment in that late in the season, I thought was like, okay, you know, that's, that's a, just a really nice, really cool thing to do. Ooh, I'm going to put you a little bit, in the hot seat now because I feel like from my perspective, that kind of was a point for me where I didn't like Kaylin because I was like, wow, this girl clear, if if she really had true feelings for Colton, she wouldn't want Cassie to be getting further with Colton. And I know it's not like, it's, it's complicated because like they're all friends and I, I, I think they should be friends and it's not just like woman against woman competing against right. each other but that does lead me to believe that um maybe her feelings for Colton weren't as strong as she was saying they were because like if she really wanted to get engaged to this man I'm not sure why she would also yeah. want her friend yeah. taking a step closer to getting engaged to this man right I yeah no I that makes sense like maybe like we were talking about earlier right maybe she wasn't really um as far along as, as some of the other people or wasn't really fully into Colton at that point. And that's, yeah. I mean, I will get, I will agree with you that I do think like she is a very true friend to Cassie and um, they clearly um, care about each other a lot and are very loyal to each other. So um, Mm -hmm. in that sense, she is obviously a good person and a good friend. I, it just, it does kind of confuse me though. They seem to only be friends with each other. They're girls from the house all seem yeah. to get along really well. And then it's like Kaylin and Cassie off on their own. And I don't know if that's just cause like they were so close with each other. So they just kind of naturally did their own thing or if there was something else, I don't know. I mean, we can obviously just only speculate. Yeah. And, and obviously, I mean, the speculation there is, is what everyone was saying, right? Mm-hmm. Usually when everyone's saying something, you know, there's yeah. something. Yeah. Where the, what's the saying where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Something like that. <laughs> Um, speaking of Kaylin and Cassie and kind of that whole thing, have you seen some, there's been some things now on Twitter where, so Kaylin wasted no time and has moved to LA. Cassie moved from Huntington beach to LA with her sister, but now they're also in Kaylin's building. So all of these girls together in West Hollywood. (laughs) And I keep seeing weird tweets from like Colton and Cassie and Kaylin being like Colton being like, 
oh, like my, my girlfriend is sharing some wine with my ex and like they're all responding to it. And it's just kind of like, I, this really <laughs> weird to me. <laughs> it, it is, right? It is. And I don't know if it, like, again, I don't have any reference points like bachelor wise. Yeah. I know that like uh, Becca and Garrett just kind of disappeared. They you know, did, and, and, and you know what, so did, so did, uh, I mean, granted, there was a lot more controversy, controversy, eh, why can I not speak controversy <laughs> about this uh, Ari and Lauren being together, but, you know, they picked each other, and then they kind of traveled for about six months to a year, and then mm. kind of settled down in Scottsdale, and that's what I feel like is kind of normal. I feel like it's normal that, like, the final two kind of like or the bachelor slash bachelorette and whoever they pick final one mm-hmm. they kind of get engaged and then kind of like settle in like after all the press kind of stops they settle in they they go somewhere and they they actually start to like get to know each other and plan yeah, for their marriage escape. And stuff. Like, yeah. so yeah but cassie and colton really haven't been doing that like they are still very much in the spotlight still very much interacting with like a lot of um like former bachelor people. I don't know. They, but then again, they're not engaged, right? Like, so they seem to be on a very different path where they are just like casually dating. Yeah. That's, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's almost as if, and like, not this is a bad thing, you know, maybe it's, it's a natural, more natural thing, but like, it's almost as if they took a step back to before the show. Like, I it was more intense during the show. And now they're back to like, you know, right where it would have been coming into the show day one kind of thing. Yeah. Or even like if you had, you know, met someone and casually started dating them, like they don't even live yeah. together or anything. Um, do you think they're going to get married? Uh, I hope so. You do? You hope for <laughs> I, a happy I, I ending do. for them? Yeah. Like I, so nice. so like I always had like a bit of a soft spot for Colton, you know, I think it's maybe just because he was like, uh, that guy that you know i followed so i've, I've seen three different bachelor nation shows yeah. now like and he was in every one like yeah. the next like bachelorette's gonna be weird if colton's not in it you know what i mean like it's, i'm <laughs> gonna be sure. like hey where is he like hey you where, never where, know he might, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. he might show up and change his mind <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and come pining so, for hannah b's heart yeah i mean for for his sake you know like i don't know a lot of it uh it's it was it was a quite the path that he took to get to where he is. I just kind of hope that like, I liked them together throughout most of the show. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope it continues and they just kind of build a, a, you know, a natural relationship outside of the show. Wow. You're so supportive of, of your boy Colton. I know. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so working, working hard for that Colton interview. Oh yeah. I know. Right. Isn't that <laughs> the dream? Aren't we all? Yeah. Um, so were you excited then when he was announced as the bachelor? So you had watched Becca's bachelor in paradise and then, so you were excited about it. I was, yeah. I, um, kind of in a similar situation to this one. I mean, I was, I was kind of thinking it was going to be, uh, Jason. Mm -hmm. And then when it turned out to be Colton, I was happy about it. It, It's kind of the same as I felt, you know, with Hannah B and, and, and that situation. So happy it was, it was her happy. It was Colton at the time. I know a lot of people weren't like a lot of people were kind of down on him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was pretty in, indifferent, but um, I felt that it would at least make for an interesting season. So yeah, you know, yeah. I always think, I mean, I watched Ari season and Nick season as well. And I always think like the, the more 
like kind of this is gonna be mean but and i'll regret it but whatever the more dud the more of like a dud the bachelor himself is i feel like the more entertaining the show is like i felt that ari season especially because i mean this is just you know comes down to personal preference Mm -hmm. i am not into Ari. like I i think ari's like a nice guy and him and lauren seem super happy so like that's great for them but like if I showed up on the show and they said, hey, your bachelor is Ari, I'd be kind of pissed. Like, I would not be into yeah. it. I'm not attracted to him. I don't get it. So to me, but to me, that was my favorite season of all time, just to see how awkward it was, like, seeing these girls interact. Because, like, he's kind of awkward, and he was significantly older than them, and it was a little right, cre- right, right. weird. And and to me, that made the show so great. Like, I was, like, yeah. all the time. Like, you yeah. know, you have to watch The Bachelor, I think, with a – bit of a sense of humor and you know uh, like not take it too seriously and I thought Ari season was like the perfect mixture of all of that and then Colton season towards the end I feel like kind of was hitting me the same way so yeah I mean they the one thing I'll I'll jump back to the Ari season for a second too because I don't have obviously I have no ties to him at all so (laughs) Uh, when I saw, oh, you're not waiting for that Ari interview too. No, <laughs> I mean, hey, look, he seems like a great dude and everything, and and him and Lauren seem super happy just yeah. from what I've seen social media. But like, I saw, like, I remember being upstairs. Uh, I don't remember what I was watching at the time, but I was watching something and I was on Twitter, and like everything was blowing up with Bachelor stuff, and it was all this like Ari Becca breakup, right? Mm-hmm. So I flipped, I flipped that on because like, well, I got to see what's going on here. All I could think of was why someone was upset that this dude was breaking up with them. Like, yeah, he, from the 10 seconds I saw, like, again, this is going to sound super mean because I'm, I'm, you know, ripping on Ari now for no reason, but like, he just seems so boring. He is. Oh my God. Here's the thing is I think actually in real life, Ari is much more charming and personable, but he's just like, does not translate well to camera is what I've heard. Yeah, maybe that's oh, it. Yeah. But like, yeah, no watching, the, but only knowing him being on the show. Yes. So boring. So <laughs> was, yeah. awkward. <laughs> um, and with Colton, I guess, like you said, it, it became more about, I think it became more about the, the women on the show. Uh, they just pushed Colton's virginity on us. Like, you know, yeah, how did you feel? Nobody wanted to hear that. Like, I'm actually I, curious from like a, a man's perspective of how they felt, how you felt, like kind of watching that. So, like, I, I mean, I have nothing, nothing uh, against him and his decision, sure, um, and and why he did it. And I thought he explained it well enough, and and kind of went through what you know his his thoughts about it were and his feelings were. And I thought that was great, and that's all we really need to hear in episode one. You know, right? <laughs> and and most of us had heard that before from his time on The Bachelorette. So even then it was kind of like, all right, this is getting redundant. Right. And like, then they just get it. it constantly. And like Chris, Chris Harrison. So I got kind of my, uh, um, my safety hatch for everything is blame Chris Harrison. That's kind of what I've been going with. Oh, so okay. <laughs> he like in like the second last episode when, you know, everything is going crazy and there's all this, you know, turmoil and everything. They cut back to him and he'd be like, find out if Colton's going to lose his virginity. And it's like, Chris, we already know he's not going to do that tonight. Like, he's yeah. breaking up with Cassie right now. Like, what are you talking about? So, like, well, that, and I that thought narrative. it was just so stupid because then after all of that, you know, regardless, I'm not sure how much yeah. of that was like Colton like giving consent to be like, oh yeah, like you can talk about it. I don't care. And then after all of that, they were like, okay, Colton, so like, are you still a virgin? And then he's like, 
I'm not telling you, which, you yeah. know, of course we can kind of assume and whatever, but, um, I don't know if that was maybe a mess up on the powers that be producers thinking that he Chris would reveal at the end versus him like leading on, you know, Oh, I'm going to reveal yeah. do this or not. But it was just kind of like such a letdown when it was like, wow, <laughs> you guys have been building this up the entire season. And then we never yeah. got to find out. So like I, I had that, I don't care, 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 until the moment he was about to reveal it, and then he didn't, and I was like, oh, well, that sucks. Like, and then you're like, oh, wait, I actually do care yeah. very much, because I am disappointed. Yeah, like, they pushed that storyline so much, and it was like, okay, well, at least give us some kind of end, and obviously, you know, I'm, I'm sure he did, yeah. uh, or has by I now, mean, but, like, they could have said something. Yeah, I mean, I get why they they would do that it, like because it's something right like I think that's one of the biggest reasons why they picked Colton to be the bachelor versus someone like Blake or Jason who was much more popular because it's a story right like it's something yeah. to push it's oh the virgin bachelor we never had one before yeah. so um I get it do I do I think it was definitely at times like very very like invading his privacy and inappropriate to be asking yes but yeah also like what show are we watching <laughs> like this is a show yeah. like zoom in on people's private lives like the right most time. of it is is an inv- invasion of privacy right like like just when you saw um the breakup with ari and becca that was such there were that was pretty controversial when it happened i remember watching it and just being like wait this has gone too far this is not okay oh and yeah all the cameras are just like on her face zooming in on her crying it was just i don't Even know him. Like he was like, you know, she was like, give me, give me a minute. And he's like trying to go over and hug her and stuff. It's like, dude, you just broke up with her on TV. Leave her alone. It does make (laughs) me think like, what are they going to do next? Right? Like the whole, like like, Becca's season was pretty vanilla in that like there was no controversy really or anything, but like, you know, we had Ari season with the, with the switcheroo and, um, you know, and they made that, oh, the most controversial season yet. And then we had Colton with his fence jump and like his, his yeah. infinity. And it's like, what are they going to come up with next? Are they going to like, <laughs> I don't even know what could be taking it further than they've already taken it. Um, yeah. Like Hannah's got to do something crazy, right? Like they have I to know. <laughs> For some reason, it seems to only happen to the bachelors that they do these like crazy things. And the bachelorettes seem to keep it classy. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah. Yeah. You're right. The Becca I, was like, you know nice and normal and yeah well although i think becca also too is a little i mean she she seems very sweet but she seems a little boring i think hannah b is gonna be really really fun oh yeah on screen so i'm really excited for that but i don't think there's gonna be anything particularly controversial with her season i think it's gonna be you know she's gonna pick someone and hopefully just like be very happy and engaged and in love which is what i want for her Exactly. Yeah. I think, I think with her season, it's going to be a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of focus on her because she's hilarious. Yeah. Um, you know, just all of like the little sayings and like her kind of mannerisms and quirks and stuff are really funny to watch. Yeah. So um, that, endearing because she's real. She, I think yeah, how, yeah. how much must Kaylin be just like, so mad. I feel like Kaylin is the kind of person, re- I mean, and Hannah was a little bit like this too. And then kind of talked about how she kind of broke out of that beauty queen shell of always having to like say and do the right thing and look the right yeah. way. Like yeah. Kaylin was very much that Kaylin was a trained beauty queen through and through. And how annoyed must she be to see that? Like, that's actually not what people want to see. And it's actually want real. Yeah. Hannah got rid of that, that people fell in love with her and then she got the bachelorette. 
Yeah, that's and that's where like it kind of switched for me with the two of them is like like you said, Kaylin was a lot of the stuff she said or did came off calculated. Yeah. Whereas Hannah was like so in the moment. Like sometimes, you know, maybe it hurt her a little bit on the show, but like it it not not with the fans, obviously. Yeah, well, it's real, it's, and it's I think so people. Yeah. I think the fans are getting like, as the show's been around for so long, and I think every three or four years, the show kind of has to reinvent itself a little bit because the fans start to, like, the, the fans get too smart, right? Yeah. And yeah. Doing the exact same thing for twenty years straight, like yeah. no one will watch it all, all that continuously. But I think every three or four years, the show evolves and kind of takes like a slightly different tone, just depending on you know, you know, social media obviously changed the show a lot, but um, hmm. the show evolves with as viewers evolve, and I think just as viewers in general are much smarter. TV in general is much smarter. Like I could go in on a whole rant now of like why a show like Game of Thrones exists and is as popular as it is now when maybe 10 years ago, not so much. Like the types of TV people watched was very different. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, And you know, that's a whole nother rant for a whole nother podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I think had Kaylin come on the show maybe five years ago, it would have been her as the bachelorette for sure. Right. Yeah. And maybe that's kind of where I was stuck in that, you know, kind of not knowing as much as, as most people Mm -hmm. and thinking that, but like, you know, like I said with Hannah, it's like, um, like how many, how many memes came out of that show that are still used now with her, like, you know, sipping the wine or doing like the, the Hannah beast face. Like, yeah, no, the beast thing she did seemed relatable. Like it was just like, Oh, this is like a normal person that I could see myself hanging out with, you know, like it's a normal girl. Well, because you know, and everyone was saying too, like, Oh, she doesn't see, it doesn't seem like she speaks well. She's not doing well on the live stage. And it's like, yeah, would you do well yeah. on the live stage? No, like exactly. A normal girl. <laughs> exactly. I love that about her. Like that was, yeah. one of, that's one of my favorite things about her. So you are like definitely uh, going to be watching Hannah's season. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Are you hooked? Yeah. Are you a Bachelor super fan now? After oh, only yeah. like, I think I get a hard time for it. Uh, you really? No, I, Why? I'm locked, I'm locked in. No, like not not in that sense. Not in like uh, you know. Do your oh, friends make fun of you? No, yeah, no, it's not like that. It's it, more like you know, it'd be like my mom. Like my mom watches it too, and every yeah. season does the same thing. She's like, "Why do we watch this? Why do we watch this?" Like, this oh is no, such a- your mom <laughs> should be happy that you guys can watch yeah. it. Together. My mom watches. We- she loves talking about it with me. Like now that yeah. we finally have something to do together. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like it, it. I don't. I don't. I guess I don't really get a hard time about it. But like, I'm a little surprised at how hooked I got just in the whole. Like everything. Yeah. When you went into it, the first season that you watched, Becca season, did you think you were going to like it? Or did you think you were going to be like, oh, this is a stupid reality show. I'm going to like. Make uh, yeah, no. So I like, I mean, I, I'm not, uh, I mean, there are realities. Like I, I watch Big Brother, uh, the odds, like, you know, every once in a while, if yeah. the season kind of catches my attention or, or Survivor, like a select Survivor. Um, th- with this show, like I kind of went into it open-minded but if you read like the first, uh, like the recaps and stuff I was doing for The Bachelorette, it's it's kind of towing a line between like, I want to be skeptical and I want to make fun of it, but I don't want to piss off any of the fans. You know, like that's kind of like that line that I towed yeah. throughout that season. You're and always playing it so safe. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> but again, I had the whole scapegoat of just blame Chris Harrison for everything. And right. I was a little bit more... Uh, um, it's a little bit more like t- picking sides and stuff during the bachelorette uh, to the point where like 
I didn't realize that sometimes the people on the show see the recaps and stuff. Um, like I called Chris Randone a serial killer. Oh no. And then he uh, commented on something on Twitter and kind of came at me for it. And I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. These people sometimes see these things. Like I should probably be a little more careful. What but, like say? he said something, he, um, he said, uh, what was it? He, he tweeted something like, you know, I hope your week writing career makes it one day or something. So like warranted. But. <laughs> you got a bad edit, right? No, but I had, I had a, like, I had a decent response to him. I used him in a GIF uh, responding to him, which, you know. Oh, that I, works. Yeah, like, it, it, I, again, and I was like, ah, oh, well, you know, I'm kind of doubling down now on the, on the Chris hate, but whatever. You know, <laughs> um, I, I definitely, when I, I definitely, on my podcast and on, on the talk show I used to do before this, I definitely take sides. I definitely um, like to be opinionated and, and call things as I see them, and I think, it's fun to kind of approach it that way. But I always, yeah. every now and then I will mention like a disclaimer that what I might say, like, like, like I, I last episode was, or not very nice to Kaylin, but um, I'll always say that like, I don't actually think that these human beings are necessarily anything that we saw on the show, right? Like what you're seeing yeah. on the show is like what we saw of Kaylin on the show is like, obviously it's, it's parts of Kaylin and it's an image and it's editing and it's a story arc, but I don't, and I can have opinions on that character in a show, but I think if I met Kaylin, if I ran into her somewhere in LA and I'm sure she would be pleasant. I don't think she's actually like, (laughs) no, yeah, no. I think there's a set when we talk about these people and we talk about even just the show in general, like, it's just that it's a TV show and the way these people are represented, they're represented as characters, right? So like I can have an opinion about the character that she was kind of portrayed as um, on the show without Mm -hmm. actually like thinking her as a human being is. Yeah. That, that, yeah. You know what I mean? So, but I, so with that, I'm still going to take lots of sides because it just makes it more fun. Like we've got to be here for the drama, right? Like this show does such a good job. It just like, cliffhanger editing and like leaving you hanging and just like making the littlest things the most dramatic things ever so it was was, and I'll be honest too like for me like I had it was a bit different covering the bachelorette than it was covering the bachelor like with the bachelorette and you're watching all these guys and you're watching them do and say things like Chris did and said you know and and obviously got that edit that made him look crazy it's a lot easier for me to kind of go at uh, another guy like that um but like I, I, just, I had a harder time doing it I think with the women like I didn't obviously want to sure. of them or be mean or come off like you know hey this guy's a dick right but yeah like I, I can see how that's like a very slippery slope yeah a man yeah. writing about women right. you know exactly. yeah <laughs> so that it, no it's I mean that's something you it's amazing that you're very conscious of that because that's a real thing. And, you know, yeah, me saying something about Kaylin might be portrayed very differently as like you saying something about Kaylin, you know, it's yeah. very, it feels yeah. more um, like almost like judgy and attacky kind of coming from a man. So that's totally valid. But I think yeah. it's amazing that you're conscious of it at least because um, the world needs more people like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I tried, obviously like, you know, you're, you're still going to have certain things that are like just too easy not to make fun of or whatever, but doing yeah. it kind of a lighter sense or a lighter way or using clips from the actual show to kind of to work around that 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and obviously like, I'm going to try to take that kind of moving forward too, um, to avoid oh. any of these Chris situations, <laughs> but like, <laughs> oh, it'll be different. Yeah. I think this season kind of getting to talk to a few of them because I'm hoping that I still have that contact and I'll yeah. be able to use that. So, so it'll be different this season, new dynamic. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to plug or talk about before we sign off? Otherwise we will just keep surviving this bachelor off season and wait <laughs> yeah. patiently for May 13th when we get some more tea. Just over a month, right? We're almost there. I know we really, it really does go by fast. Um, I, I was shocked that it was, they, when they said May, I was like, wow, that, okay. That's, that's soon. Yeah. They really cranked them out, but then there's a big break after paradise until the next bachelor. So that's the, the true off season. Yeah. But, right, right. Right. Yeah. Cause they're filming um, now. I think. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like it, it's it seems like it the turnover is extremely quick. Super but good, good for us, right? I know exactly. Super excited. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for taking yeah. the time to chat with me. Um, do you want to plug Instagram, Twitter, any of your? I know we can find your writing and articles at fansided.com. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. Um, so on Twitter, uh, the real Bruin on Twitter and uh, Bruin underscore B E L on Instagram and uh, fansided.com. The entertainment section is where you'll find most of the bachelor stuff. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you again so much for taking time out of your evening. Um, This was kind of like uh, in exactly in place of when I would watch the bachelor on a Monday night. So uh, I still got my pick. So (laughs) perfect. Thank you you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.